Welcome to The Thriving Life, where we help women navigate the world while wearing multiple hats. On this podcast, you'll be equipped with mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. I'm your hostess, Uma Oguta, and I'm here to make having it all less intimidating. So grab a seat, kick your shoes off, and let's talk. Hello, Thriving Family. Welcome to another podcast episode. Have you ever had one of those moments where you have everything you prayed for, everything you wanted, and then you somehow wish things would go back to the way things were in the past? (laughs) I recently had one of those events and I think I kind of hinted about it in a previous episode, but I've been unpacking all of that for the past couple of weeks. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about how to navigate life transitions because Life transitions can be really challenging, they can feel scary, they can feel new because obviously things are changing and our brains don't like change. So we're going to talk about why we struggle with life transitions and I'm going to give you some key questions that you can ask yourself to help you navigate transitions and I'll share some of the big transitions that I tend to see and help clients with and maybe you're going through them right now. So hopefully those questions will help you find a little bit of a compass to help you navigate the next season and so for me I just the last few weeks I've been kind of wrapping up my practicum and abstract and reflection for my degree and my brain is already asking me what next and the funny thing is I know what's next I've known what's next for a long time but for some reason my brain just didn't want me thinking about what's next or planning. It just wanted to keep asking, well, what's next? And every time I thought about it and I brought it up, she was like, nope, let's just hang out here and do nothing for the rest of the year. And initially when that started, I thought, oh, is this burnout again? Because the last time I had my degree, I had a a second degree in nutrition. I remember just experiencing a lot of stress and overwhelm. That's when I was misdiagnosed with IBS. So I started paying attention to notice whether this was the same thing or whether I was experiencing burnout and I wasn't. And then this morning I got coached and I realized the issue. And so I thought I might as well just do it on the podcast. And then y'all can hear me evaluate myself and you can apply it to your life. Are you ready? So before we get started, I just want to say that I am a big believer in that we're cyclical beings and that our lives always go through cycles. I also know that if we want to thrive, we must be willing to allow ourselves flow with the cycles, flow with the seasons of our lives, rather than try to fight them or try to wish that we were in a different cycle. And for me, I think that this is the first step to navigating life transitions. When things are changing, when things start looking different, most of us tend to want to start taking a whole bunch of actions, but we really don't know what we're doing. We don't even understand the season that we're in. It's like a farmer that goes out to go plant, right? I'm not a farmer, but I do like to garden. And I know that there are some plants that you cannot just put outside. For us that live in the cold climate, you can't just put them outside once the sun starts coming out because overnight there might be frost. So you might take them out a few hours a day and take them back inside. And this is just to help them acclimatize to the change in the season. And I think that one of the reasons why so many of us feel tired and overwhelmed and stressed 
by the lies that we prayed and hoped for is that we don't believe in seasons. We don't believe they're necessary. We love to hold on to what used to be. And we even convince ourselves that back then, what used to be was better than now. I see this a lot with my clients who struggle with food and body image. Often they'll tell me they were happier when they were thinner, when they were dieting. And then once we start to unpack that thought, once I start to ask them, how true is that? They respond with, actually, no. And then they tell me all the reasons why they didn't like who they were. So even though they achieved what they thought they wanted to achieve, which was living in a thinner body, they were not happy, right? And it's important to know that this is not your fault. This is just the way our brains work based on our conditioning. And the reason we always want anything is because of the feeling we think that thing is going to give to us. And also, our brains just love the familiar. So it'll always want to go back to the past to want you to stay there. Familiar takes less energy, it's less work, it's repeatable and easy. But I want you to know that seasons are necessary. And the sooner you stop arguing with your seasons and start recognizing what seasons you are, the smarter you're going to be and the more proactive you're going to be when it comes to your life. And now once you recognize that and have that belief that seasons are necessary, you want to evaluate your seasons. I work in strategic planning and evaluation. So evaluations are things that I do often. I also believe that evaluations are essential part of thriving. So if you want to live into the fullest expression of who you are or meant to be in this world, it's not a nice thing to do. It is a necessity, especially when you're undergoing life transitions. So the life transitions could be things like maybe you're getting married, right? You're going to go from a single woman to being attached to this person that you're committing to, to share your life with. That is huge. Maybe you're starting a new career, right? You might have thoughts. You might have doubts. Maybe you're getting divorced. You're going to be worried about what happens with your life now. You're used to being with somebody else. Now you might be on your own for a while. You might have to start dating again if you're interested in getting married or being in a long-term commitment again. What about having a baby? A lot of moms struggle with this identity shift. We go from this person you always maybe thought about yourself and your partner, and now there's this little person that you're responsible for. That is a huge transition. And even just going from having one kid to two or multiples, it is a transition. And these are all major moments that ask us to become a different version of ourselves. So if we fail to evaluate who we were, who we are right now, what's working and what's not, we'll probably keep doing the same things over and over again in this new season, in this transition, and we're hoping for different results. And that doesn't work quite well because you get stuck in between again that wishing for what used to be rather than creating what you want, rather than stepping into the future that you want. And so here are some questions that I'm asking myself as I'm thinking about this transition for me because, yeah, it's been a long time. I've been in school for three years getting my master's and I think that these questions were so helpful. They are helpful for me. I'm still stewing on them and I invite you to do the same. So the first question is, who was I in this season? What did I like about her and what didn't I like? So that's question one with two babies. <laughs> And then the next question is, what am I proud of? What am I proud of? Next question, who is my next season calling me to be? Mm, 
I love this question so much. I love asking my clients. The next question, what lessons can I carry into the next season? And finally, what support might I need in the next season? And so I'm going to answer these questions and you feel free to work with me or you can, when you have a moment, you can go back to this podcast episode and work through these questions. They will be a game changer for you. So the first question, who was I in this season? So for me, I started my master's in coaching practice in the pandemic. (laughs) I had the identity of a graduate student and also was building the identity of a CEO. In addition to working a nine to five, being a wife and being a mom and all the other things that I was doing. So I had multiple identities, right? And then one of the things that I liked about myself was that I just went for it. I was committed, I was devoted and compassionate towards myself. So many moments of compassion, I tell you. I allowed so many things to just be okay. And this is where that compassion was so helpful because I tend to lean towards perfectionism. I like things to be a certain way. But in this season, I wasn't hard on myself. I just let things be. And that meant sometimes things like eating with my kids This was something that I used to prioritize a lot. But for the past three years, I had to let that one just be and kind of navigate however way we could. So most evenings during the week, I was either studying or coaching. So my kids would eat with my husband. Sometimes they waited for me or they ate by themselves. But I always tried to figure out what other moments can I incorporate into our day so that they could still enjoy having that moment to eat. And weekends tended to work better for me because I wasn't working and I could always just navigate around schoolwork to fit my family schedule. What I didn't like about myself in this season was that I tried to get all things perfectly. So when it came to stuff around being a mom and a wife and mostly around my household and family things, I was okay with just letting things be. But I caught myself trying to get perfect grades as a student. I caught myself trying to be perfect with my coaching practice, trying to figure it all out and do all of the things to make sure that I had the right kind of coaching practice. And this kind of bit me in the butt when I started out, but I'm so glad that I learned quickly. So I spent most of 2022 just figuring out what a good rhythm would be for me. I still wanted to keep doing coaching. I still wanted to keep doing school. I just decided to make some shifts because I know I've been, I've experienced burnout before and I wasn't going to do that again. And so what am I most proud of myself for? I'm proud of myself for my tenacity and my willingness to be vulnerable and ask for help. Oh, I asked for help so many times. (laughs) I also just learned to allow more pleasure in my life. This season of being a student and building my business has been one of the hardest seasons but also the most rewarding seasons ever because there was so much that came up for me that had to do with my inner child healing and I hired a therapist, a counselor, and a coach to work through that and it was so interesting because a lot of that was just letting go of this need to always be productive. I'm the firstborn of six kids And as a young girl growing up in Nigeria, you're almost like the second mom. So that's something that I've always just, it's always just been a part of me. And I'm also learning to let it be because there are times when I just want to sit down and do nothing. And I've been working hard at that, but I really wanted to get to the root 
and not have to stress about that anymore. So that's what I'm most proud of myself for. Now we finished the first phase. We've done a lot of looking back. And typically at this point, I would recommend just allowing yourself to soak in all of that work that you've done and all of the things that you're proud of. Allow yourself to feel all of the positive feelings and all of the negative feelings from this season and be okay with them. They're not good. They're not bad. Even though I used positive and negative because that's where most of us tend to identify our feelings by. And also you might want to think about, is there something that you're going to miss? Allow yourself to feel that too. I know there's a part of me that's going to miss being a student, (laughs) right? Just having that goal to work towards every couple of weeks and having a deadline was something that I liked. And now I'm going to miss that. So I'm also thinking about how I can apply that for the rest of my life in other areas apart from work. So now we're done with phase one. We get to do the fun stuff. It's not like the other part wasn't fun, but here you get to dream. And the question you're going to ask yourself is who is my next season calling me to be? I like to start with who I'm becoming because if you're anything like me, you want to start by taking actions, right? You want to start doing things. You want to check things off your list. But sometimes you don't know why. And so you create this list of to-dos because some person said this is what you need to do. But your list is not grounded on anything. It's just grounded on shoulds and have-tos because you haven't decided yet who you are becoming in this season. For me, my next season is calling me to focus on being a wife and a mom and then building that identity of a CEO. And so I'm choosing to focus on my family more to build a new foundation for who I'm becoming. My kids are also transitioning into adolescent and preteen teen years, which by the way, still boggles my mind. Like how am I this mom that has kids who are in double digit years? I still have a five-year-old though. (laughs) So for me, I know that this is an important time for them developmentally Especially when puberty hits, their bodies are going to change. There's a lot of hormonal changes, emotions, all of the things. And I want to be extra present with them. I'm so grateful for all the tools that I've learned from coaching because this has helped me to be able to create an amazing relationship already with them. And I want to be able to build on that. I'm also knowing and understanding that because this is what I choose to do, I'm in no hurry with my business. I can just let it breathe as I figure out my new normal for the next little while. One thing I know is I really want to serve people. So I'm going to be focusing a lot more on serving the women on my email list, permission granted. If you're not on that list and you would love to, go to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join. The link will be in the show notes. I send out emails every Tuesday to help women stop letting people-pleasing and perfectionism get in the way of what they want. I have community calls periodically and I'm also planning something really exciting for the summer so that I can offer more free support to the women in there. Go check out that link and join us. What lessons am I carrying into the next season? Number one, it's okay to pick my own path. This is what has helped me be the mom that I am today. I can confidently say that I am an amazing mom, regardless of what my kids think, regardless of what other people think. And I think this came from me just being so sick of all the parenting advice, most of them written by men who had no idea of what it feels like or what it is to be a mom. 
And so I just decided a long time ago, you know what? I'm just going to be a student of my kids and learn to parent them in the way that's specific to them. It has worked out so far. I had to learn a lot. And now I've had to learn to do it for my business because I don't want to get sucked into the hustle and bustle of the coaching industry. I love coaching. I think coaches do an amazing work. I also know like anything, sometimes we can get carried away by all the vanity indicators and I don't want that. I love serving my women. I want to help you achieve the life that you want without overwhelm, without stress, without burnouts. I want to be able to help you learn how to manage your mind, to master your emotions, to plan your seasons based on your family and lifestyle, to prioritize yourself. Because when you thrive, your family thrives. I want to do this and so much more. I want you to know how important you are and what a difference it makes when you're willing to invest your time, your energy, your money, your resources. The difference is huge, not just for you, but for the people around you. And so the final question of what supports might I need in the next season? For this one, I'm still stewing on because my brain tends to want to do a lot of things the DIY route, if you know what I'm saying. But off the top of my head, I know for sure that I want to continue getting coached because this brain, she is funny and she needs to be watched. I also know that since I'm prioritizing being mom (laughs) and wife, I want to build community. So ever since we moved to Yellowknife, I was on mat leave, so I didn't really go out or know a lot of people. And then I started working and then the pandemic hit. So I've not really reached out to a lot of people. I haven't made a lot of friends apart from just seeing people at work and at church and maybe out in the grocery store. So now I'm wanting to be more intentional in creating that community for myself, for my family and my kids. And that means I'm investing more energy, more time into getting to know people. And I tend to think of myself as a little socially awkward So I might need support in that way to try and come out of that and engage more with people and get comfortable with talking to people. I don't have a problem talking to people. It's just approaching people that I tend to struggle with. And so that's something that I know that I want to do. One other thing that I know I really want to do is one of my girls, she's really into drawing and now she has started writing her own graphic novels. And it's so fascinating because... I want to be able to support her. I want to see how we can help her to hone that skill because she really loves it. And so I might need to learn what other people are doing and how they're supporting their kids who are into arts and stuff like that. I don't know. We'll see. And from the coaching that I received this morning, I recognize that my brain likes to have deadlines and things to look forward to. So I decided that I'm going to focus on paying off my debt. I've been focusing on that for the past year as I've been embodying the self-image of a wealthy woman, which has been so much fun and I can't wait to share with you all. So I'm going to lean more into that because that gives me kind of a deadline and things that I can work towards. I'm already seeking support. I'm in a book club with some amazing women where we get to talk about our finances and plan And it's been really fun. So that's where I'm going to be thinking about supports. I'm sure other things will come up and I'll share as I continue to learn. That's my quick evaluation process. I highly recommend evaluations often. 
from my clients. This is something that we do periodically during our coaching engagement because I want them to be able to look at how far they're coming and all of the changes that they're experiencing because sometimes when you're in it, you don't notice. And that's why it's so valuable to have a coach because your coach is able to see your progress. You just see the steps that you take each day. It's right in front of you, but somebody else who is not in your brain is able to see your progression, right? And I know that sometimes it's it feels like oh, evaluations are a waste of time. I already know the answer is in my brain. But I want you to rethink that because thinking that you know something and knowing, they don't always translate into the doing. And so relying on your brain to do all the work, this brain that also wants to keep you in the familiar is you refusing to engage. It's you refusing to actively participate and plan your life. This is important work that requires sitting down, paying attention to actually know what's going on. You can do a long stretch or you can just take pieces of those questions and answer them over a couple of days. It's not even up to half an hour. And I want you to really think about it. What would change if you gave yourself permission to proactively plan for your life transitions? Because the stress and overwhelm in our lives as women is not so much from what's happening, but it's all from unmade decisions. And so today I've given you a roadmap to get started on making some decisions about your seasons. So let's go and let's create that amazing thriving life that we all want. Have an amazing week, my friends. And as always, keep thriving. Keep thriving.